Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. I am Nick and on this episode we've got a pretty full house. Not quite full, but we know we're bursting. We're bursting. So first of all we've got uh, the Scouse Wonder Kid Craig. All you need is love. We've got Horsham's second finest, Mr D. Na 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, no. <laughs> we've got Sinead. Hello. <laughs> the Irish Beauty. There you go. Uh, and also, we have Brian. Oh. <laughs> no, you've been you've been missed, mate. And it's good. You to can all you take the pictures out the windows, take the yellow ribbons off the trees. He's not <laughs> dead. He didn't have the COVID. He's back. Ken Dodd did. What about his dog? He's dead. Oh dear. Um, so yes. So Ryan, I think I think this is possibly your first episode this year. I think I'd made it into maybe the first of the year. Okay. Okay. But that was so long ago now. But so long ago. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been limited. Yeah. Yeah. But no, good good to have you back. Um, P Dubs is is lots in the toilet cubicle. I think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone to get um, the other fella some toilet paper. <laughs> what? What? Paul or Mister Boniface? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He's he's off killing spike. Anyway, the face of Bonnie and the dabs of P. You know what? I what I realise, and I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think it's a major problem, right? Because I don't care enough. Clearly, but. I do realise we do do a lot of callbacks and a lot of references to things that we've done over the last nine years, which if this is your first ever listening of this podcast is going to go straight over your head. Um, but this podcast is a bit like WandaVision, right? The more you the more you, you go back and, and watch the old stuff, the more you'll get of the new content. You'll understand the Easter eggs. So, Somebody went back and listened to an old episode the other day. It wasn't that old. It was about 18 months ago. Well, that, that's old. It, it, well, it was still before, probably... the, the before times, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it, it was, so it was in back. black and white. It, it, it was so far back, it was Diz After Dark. Mm. So, yeah, it's got, got to be about 18 months old. Um, but, yeah, but stuff like that cracks me up. Like, you know, me and uh, P-Dubs finally recorded a Discover DLP last week and the most delightful thing was that people actually were glad to see it come back and you forget sometimes because people don't like talking to you you forget sometimes people actually do listen to this it's yeah an I echo think chamber. Ben give a thumbs up didn't he who Ben what not 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 that Ben gentle Ben Oh, the the bear, yeah, absolutely. He would give us he'd give us two thumbs up. Do they the bears have thumbs? I don't know. 
Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, we're going off topic. Um, not that we ever started on. So let's start as we mean to go on uh, with what everybody is drinking. So, Ryan, what are you drinking? I am possibly making a big mistake, but I've got a sugar-free Red Bull. Mm. Mm, fancy. I I almost I've, I almost made the same mistake as you, but I chose something else. But what I have been having recently is, um, have you had that Coke Energy Drink? Yeah, it's nasty. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. But they now do a cherry version. Mm-hmm. Which is actually quite palatable. So, yeah, I've I've been having a bit of that, um, but I I've not opted for that. I've opted for something else. Um, Craig, what are you drinking? Tap water. Beautiful. Well, the yeah. last time the last time we got all together and we did that that quiz, I drank half a bottle of whiskey that night. So with with Fanta as well, orange. Fanta. I think it was Tango, but no, no, it was definitely orange Fanta. You said it was Tango. Video proved otherwise. You lied to us all. Great. No. Uh, Shanae, I, what are you drinking? I've got some cherry Coke Zero. Ooh, fancy. Um, oh, I did actually, Craig. I was going to ask you: Are you in a, a hard or soft water area? Um. I'm in Liverpool, so it's dead hard. Yeah, no, but what about the water? It's just giving me a black eye. <laughs> Mr. D, what are you drinking? Um, I've given I'm giving the gin a rest tonight. I'm on the beer. I have mm-hmm. a couple of Moretti's. Moretti, beer and Moretti. Beer and Moretti. Um, I've been saving this for. Uh, I say I've been saving this for a special occasion. Uh, it's just been in the fridge for quite a few weeks. It's nice and cold. Um, but I bought this because I like the name, which is often how I buy a beer. Um, I just go by the name and the, and the logo on it. And it is called Ghost Dance, a Chinook Pale Owl. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. It's got a Native American as the logo. So... It's probably probably banned nice. now. I often find the crazier the beer name, the better it usually tastes. That's that's yeah. I, I pick my beers like I pick my horses in the Grand National. The crazier the better. Yeah. That copy is in the um, in the Asda now, isn't it? What the grapefruit one? Yeah. What was it? Yeah, oh. but it but it's a uh, little stubby cans yeah. and. Uh, it's only two and a half percent, so it's not really worth bothering no, with, to no, be honest. No, this is, I've, to- uh... I've told my story where I bought some in in um, the Disney City Walk, and uh, they laced it with vodka for me, and it was yes. a much more palatable drink. This is um, this is a five point three percent. It's quite nice actually, hoppy, very hoppy. Mm. Cheers, everyone. Right. Cheers. Now we've got the drinks out of the way, let's go and have a look at what's going on inside the parks. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. 
The home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. So, who wants to go first? I can start things off. We go on. Go on in, Rome. So today, Disney, as re- as we're recording, um, yep. Disney have announced that starting the 22nd of February, a new Raya on the Last Dragon experience will be coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom, which sounds super exciting, but in reality is uh, learn how to draw Tuck Tuck from the movie. <sighs> well, I, I mean, the film hasn't come out yet, and I think we can all agree that Tuck Tuck's the best character. Yeah, al- already we know. Yeah, absolutely adorable, that thing. Um it's but quite it's... funny, actually. You mentioned about dragons and animal kingdom because I was watching. Um, there's a, there's a YouTuber. What's he called? Expedition Theme Park. No. Yeah, Expedition Theme Park. And I was watching an episode he did about um, Islands of Adventure slash Beastly Kingdom. Mm. And the fact. Yes, that there I've are seen still, that actually. And the fact that there are still uh, dragon, certain dragon motifs you can see in. Um, Animal Kingdom, where you know this was obviously supposed to be part of the park and never happened. So it's quite funny that they're now bringing a dragon into the park. Which well, it's in them. Um, it's still in the logo as you walk into the park. Yes, and in the sign yeah. as well, isn't it? There's yeah, a yeah. Dragon in the sign. But yeah. like this for me, just obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's still we're still limited on capacity. I get it. It's, it's a nice way to promote the film, but I mean, Conservation Station. You have to get on the train to get toward to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Then it's basically some what are quite literally like conference chairs where you sit down and and learn to draw in something that feels like it fit, fits better in Disney's Hollywood Studios as an attraction, if it's even an attraction. Um, and they're just changing. It's not it for. Uh, Rayo and the Last Dragon, and they also are working on a 40-ton sand sculpture featuring some of the characters from the movie, and they're doing that in front of guests starting on the 19th, and that will finish on the 21st and will remain in the park until, I think, the end of March. Okay. Which, so again, they're doing if... a sand sculpture of a dragon, and it's going to take a week or whatever, a month. We've got Two a days. fella in, in, in Liverpool who does a dog and a puppy. That's all they ever do. Of, That's all they ever do. A dog That's and a puppy. That's all they ever do. It's they occasionally do a mermaid. Actually, I have seen the mermaid one as well, yeah. Thank you. I think, yeah, I think I've seen the mermaid. But they do one a day. One a day. Yeah, I'm but, not okay, paying so... £8,000 to fly over to see you. Well, hold on, though. But to be fair, the, the, this sculpture fe- is going to feature Raya, Tuk Tuk, Sisu, and Ongi. It only t- will take them two days, February the 19th, well, three days, 19th, 20th, and 21st, and then it remains in the park until the end of March. Yay. What happens if a big bully comes over and kicks it? <laughs> what happens if Chapek turns up? 
What of someone's dog who's who's staying in one of the hotels just kills off a fat one in the middle of it? Because that's what dogs do. They do. They call it. They call it tuk tuk, won't they? And be like, oh yeah, it's, that's what that's meant to be. Ted Ted. Um, <laughs> look, just because they do that in Liverpool doesn't mean they're going to do that in, in Orlando. Um, look, this kind of crosses over, right? But I have seen numerous posts this weekend. I don't know why this particular weekend, but they were all posted in groups this weekend that I saw with people complaining that it's going Premier Access. And they can't seem to get their little heads around the fact, well, I pay for it already. No, you pay for a particular service. This was supposed to be a cinema release. If you really want to be pedantic about it, right, Disney in the last, you know, since Disney Plus has started, they chucked out Hamilton and Soul for free. Yep. They were turning, in in Hamilton's case, they brought it forward over a year from its cinema release to put it on Disney Plus and lost all that money it was going to make at the box office because it would have done. I mean, if if you're going to be fussy about it, just wait four months for it to go on Disney Plus for free, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, this this outrage that I pay, you know, or, or a lot of Americans don't even pay, do they? Because they have the um, yes. with their phone provider. Is it Verizon or something, isn't it? Yeah, I know O2 in the UK have got a similar thing, but I think it's only six months maybe or something when you buy a phone. Package. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm with O2 and it wasn't great. Yeah, so whatever. Um, but yeah, so so some people aren't even paying for it, and also they had that really good three year deal, didn't they? If you're yeah. a D twenty three member, yeah, we didn't get. Um, so the audacity of people moaning that some films are going to cost money, as if studios don't do it anyway. Well, other studios do it. Universal have started, you know, had released stuff early, not at the cinema, straight to direct to video as a premium rental. And what, so, what's the alternative for Disney? They put it on there for free, and all the animators. Um... And a lot of people that work on these movies have bonuses t- tied to performance. What they don't get anything as a result. Well, the thing is as well, I don't know what the I didn't look at what the budget was, right? But you've got to say the budget for a film like this is going to be somewhere between 150 and 250 million dollars, right? It's probably nearer 150 to 200, but yeah, let's just let's say bottom line 150. They usually spend about the same again marketing the thing right all over the world so that film needs to make back at least three times the production budget to make a profit that's the kind of like barometer they they normally use with these kind of things right it's not going to be able to open many places and and it it will open in countries where cinemas are going to be open so it'll be it'll be out in america yeah. If you live in a state that's got a cinema that's open or driving that's open. So go and do that. But if, what cracks me up with that is that if they go to like a drive-in or something, they'll be paying the same price they would be to watching it on Premium Maxes anyway. So what's your I'm going to get to watch it that one time. Yes. Oh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. So I just... There's a new film coming out, to be honest. But... What are you talking Crack about? On. You don't know anything about Ray and the Last Dragon? No. It looks stunning. Mm. It looks stunning. Uh, we are buying it. We are buying it. Yeah, I'm um, going to buy it. It's because, but mainly because my daughter's, it, since the first you know teaser trailer came out, 
she wanted to see it. She loves animation, especially... I mean, it's a beautifully animated film, isn't it? looks stunning. Um, so she was really excited to go and see the cinema. She, could, she can't go and see the cinema, so we're going to buy it. And she can watch it as many times as she wants, because no doubt she will. Um, I just... If, you, if, you don't, if you're not happy, don't pay for it. That's the thing. Disney are not forcing you to buy it. No, but then it's, it's often the same people that are saying, well... If they were to release Black Widow, I'd pay for it. Yeah. But, I mean, there seems to be some contractual reasons between Scarlett Johansson and the reason why that's potentially not happening. Mm. By the looks of it. I can see it getting pushed back a few months. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Feige himself says he doesn't want it coming to Premier Access. So. Yeah. And let's be honest, if, if that's what he says, it's probably not going to happen. And, uh, I mean, you don't say no to... The King of Marvel. You might to celebrate the launch when it does finally come out. They do sand sculptures in Hollywood studios for two days. <laughs> I would like to see a sandy Scarlett Johansson. Or actually, I would like to see Scarlett Johansson as Sandy. That would be quite good. She's about, <laughs> to, she's about the same age Olivia Newton John was, wasn't she? <laughs> so. I think she was a bit closer to pension. <laughs> Maybe. Um... Cool. Um, did anyone else have anything they wanted to talk about? Um, they have decided to bring back slash revamp the Leave a Legacy things. Mm, uh, yeah. So they've taken out the weird tombstone looking things from the front and put in that lovely fountain that everyone was very excited about. And in the last kind of few weeks, they've put up these seemingly eight foot walls that are all varying different colours because we know Disney fans love a colourful wall yes. and they have put them back in and um, there are QR codes that you can scan to try and find yourself in these new tiles and there's a whole grid system and everything they look quite cute um, they're not blocking up the whole entrance now which is nice so it means if, if you have one of these tiles and you want to go find it then you absolutely can but they're not I suppose taking up the whole front of the park they look quite I, great, I, I do i do feel sorry though if, if warwick davis has got one and it's yeah. the top yeah. he's got no chance is he? <laughs> what if what if you're yeah. technically a little person right and think, your yeah. tile is eight foot high then so they need to find it. you to help them yeah. to be, be fair craig i'm not technically a little person but i am quite short and I would struggle to reach. You are either. quite short. You yeah. nestled just need to bring underneath. Bring Craig with them, and they'll be grand. Exactly. You could, it'd be like the Muppets. You could have two little people on top of each other with a raincoat <laughs> and a hat. So, did you say that it's using the the Dewey Decimal System? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. To to find your 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 picture, because uh, I mean I don't you know I've not used the Dewey Decimal System in a long time, but I found that system to be quite complicated. If I'm honest, I mean, it's there for contractual reasons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe, and obviously, well, not obviously, but Sinead, you did talk about this on Mickey Waffles. So yeah, there yeah. was some kind of agreement in place that they would be available, uh, or they would be on display for so much time. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember if it was these or if it was the those bricks outside Magic Kingdom, I think there was like a 50-year contract or something. Yeah. They were put in during the millennium, so we're obviously quite a while away from that being 50 years. But I could be completely wrong on that. 
Yeah, so, I, I think these are these are. That. I think these is if if it's not the same as Magic, it's very similar in that. I know remember people were threatening Disney to take them to the cleaners if they didn't put them back. Um, and Disney were like, well, they're coming back, don't worry. A um, tiny little famous. photo of yourself, honestly. I know, and like, if one, it literally, there's probably like, what, 20% that are at the top, like eight feet in the air. I, I mean, you wouldn't be happy, would you? You should have just fired them up into space in a Tesla and been done with them. <laughs> they're living with the stars, the Tesla. people. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah, you just put use a Tesla or something. Mm-hmm. Just be boss. In SpaceX. Yeah. I mean Tesla's a car. Yeah, yeah. Just stick it just stick them in the boot. They've got two boots, you can put some in the front, some in the back. Fire it in space. What kind of madness are you talking about? Well, because or just put them in the car park or something by the toilets. Because <laughs> no one cares. Yeah, they are a bit out of the way. They're kind of by like I think the where the security and cast members come in and out all the time. So you have to make a special effort to go. Yeah. Well. But I mean, I think they think they look all right though. They they put some effort into into how they look at least. Yeah. yeah, they look quite cute. Yeah. And again, we know what Disney Instagrammy people are like with a with a colourful Disney wall, so they'll get used for that at least. Excellent. That's what we need somewhere for the uh, the vloggers and bloggers to piss off to. Keep them out of my way. It's good. Let us podcasters through. Get out we're the not, way. We're not causing a nuisance. We are not causing a nuisance. Like, I... Craig probably is, but the rest of us aren't. Well, yeah, but that's for, that's for other reasons, Sinead. Um That's because he's blocking my view of the fireworks at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Craig, you wear on shoulders to see a little picture. <laughs> Craig holds Craig holds the iPad over his head. <laughs> blocks the view out for everyone in the park. Um, you know the answer. You know the answer, Ryan. Just drive your Tesla right up Main Street and stand on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to everything is a Tesla. It's true. It's true. It literally is. Um, yes. I mean, I, I I understand. You know, I'd I'd be miffed if if I paid for something and it was supposed. The to last time you were miffed, there, but... Nick. I've been miffed for years. About, I reckon about five minutes ago. I think. Fourth year juniors, maybe when they run out of custard. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> miffed. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, because I always wanted one of those tiles at Disneyland Paris. They had the same thing. They had the, the legacy tiles outside on the on the way up to the entrance of the parks, and I always wanted one of those and was gutted that I never got to have one. Um, <laughs> Spot. It's a, it's a, it's a sad thing. Although I do love spotting Michael Jackson's one. Michael Miffed, Jackson's one <laughs> Jeez, I'm I'm sorry. I've got more than five words in my my vocabulary. That was easy for me to say. Jeez. Um, but so I, I I get why people would be um dismayed, irritated, <laughs> irritated, enraged. Yes. Uh, Livid. Yeah. This turned into a countdown podcast, didn't it? Um, oh, get your stars out. What's her name? She's the new countdown woman. Could you Anne Robinson, yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. If, who? What? Anne Robinson. Robinson's taken over. Oh, yeah. I'm so angry I could crush mm, nope. rape. Oh, God. Um, yeah. God, can you imagine if Russell Brown was on this podcast? That'd be hilarious. Um, so. Yeah, I, I I get it, but it's it's back, so don't worry about it. And also, 
Ryan, you said they were going to take them to the cleaners if they didn't put them back. Well, they've actually been cleaned. Exactly, and so given a, a nice new colour. So, well, to quote Michael Scott, it's a it's a win win win. Um, okay, they're good. Have a look at them if you want to go out of your way when you're going to Epcot next. Um, have a look, waste some time. Good good stuff. Any other news, Mr. D? Was there anything you wanted to talk about? Well, they just had their investors called, didn't they? And they on the face of it, it looked like bad news because they'd like lost a billion, but but the share price has gone up. I mean, Disney Plus has done really well, way above expectations. I found I found a billion. I found a billion for them. A billion you found the couch. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's in Bob Iger's bonus. Uh, yeah, that's easily solved, isn't it? Yeah. Easily, easily resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, Mr. D. I think he'd be miffed if he didn't get his bonus. <laughs> he, he'd be um, he'd be trifled. I think so. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm looking at on the that's telly? Said. Did you know Nicolas Cage this year is in a, a film called Willy's Wonderland? Yes, and it's about it's about rogue animatronics, and it's, it looks fantastic. It's basically, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Wow. But without the copyright lawsuit. I've seen everything now. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. I'm I'm honestly excited for it. So that's going to have to do with the investors' comments today. So they've lost a billion pounds, mm-hmm. which looks bad. But as you said, the yeah. share price went. Yeah. So so why why do we think that is? I think people. I think you, you read between the lines. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows why they've lost a billion pounds. It's not, it's not because the product isn't good. Not, not because people don't want to go to Disney World. It's because of COVID. But you know the the demand is there. Um, they've got good plans for the future. They've got attractions stacked up now. Um, I know we've talked about them reducing the Imagineering service, but they'll bring them back. You know, I've worked in engineering. They'll bring them back. They'll bring technical people back. Um, you know. So the future is bright. I think that's why the share price has gone up. Disney Plus is done really well. Um, you know, it's um, they spent a lot less. So some of the resorts are actually, and some of the parks are actually contribution positive, which means, mm. which means they're kind of wiping their own faces, to use a, a different kind of terminology. Um, so the underlying business and the demand for the business is healthy. It's only being held back because of COVID and I think investors know that and they rewarded them for that. Um, there's some comments made about park capacity as well, which is basically um, Chapek is linking that to the rate of vaccinations in the US. And I read this week that the US is one of the top three countries, UK being another one of the top three. Mm. Um, Israel, I think, was the third one in terms of rate of vaccination. So, Oh, Israel you know, smashed it. Yeah, so they're plowing ahead. Um, and presumably, you know, as the as the vaccinations kick in, then they'll start to increase their park capacity. Yeah. I think today, um, Florida has only had three and a half thousand new cases of the COVID. Mm. Oh, well done, Florida. So good work on those numbers. It's the lowest number they've had that that low since um, Halloween last year. Is it the lowest number since DeSantis fired another um, data person from the team? Yeah. 
Since he got the tip yeah. XLs. They've got the abacus, <laughs> they work on abacuses now. Um, a few a few things though, Steve, on that. So mm. they basically confirmed. Uh, you know, they they assumed they didn't they didn't, it's not actually confirmed, but they've assumed that the, the mask policy will stay in place this year. Yeah, I mean, that's so that a given. I think. Yeah. yeah. So anyone. And again, this is another thing that happened over Facebook groups this weekend. Oh, well, they've said that, you know, they might be having it. It's like, no, they, they will be. That, that is yeah. not going away this year. Um, so that's kind of confirmed. But the other thing as well, which was, which was quite interesting, I thought, is that they kind of hinted towards the fact that both Disneyland parks that are currently closed, mm-hmm. so that's Paris and, of course, the original, um, may not reopen to the autumn. That's the other thing. They, again, they didn't say that's when they are going to open, but yeah. they said that they didn't think they'd be open until quarter at the end of quarter two, I think. That's yeah. the summer, though. Yeah. Because their Q1 starts in October. Maybe it's Q3 then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that last... Can... It was after summer. Yeah. Yeah, they we're in quarter confirmed... two now. They confirmed that um, the Marvel area in, in Disneyland is opening this year. Yeah. And then they've also announced a ticketed event where you can get into California Adventure, but there won't be any rides. So they're actually going to sell tickets to people to come into the park and have some food and drink and basically wander around saying, hmm, I remember when we used to ride that. Classic, it's classic. But they're going to make money on it. I mean, it's, you know, why not? Open points at stuff. It's going to be, I bet you it's a sellout. I mean, it's obviously, it's limited capacity, but it's going to be, um, people are going to buy those tickets, no doubt. And also they announced that Remy's Adventure is going to open on the 30th of February, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a February. get yourselves down to Disney World on the 30th of February for your Double-leap, chance. Yeah. It's the only, it's the only, I believe they said that's the only day it's going to be open though. Just that one day. Yeah. I think that they confirmed the Tron and Guardians were also opening that day. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't the 31st that they were opening on? I thought it was the 1st of April. Yeah, no, you're right. The 31st, yeah, 31st. Yeah, Yeah, so it's a busy busy time. You know, 30th for Remy and 31st for the other two attractions. So make sure you get there in February. Good luck, guys. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's obviously good. Disney Plus is is obviously smashing all expectations. Um. Mm -hmm. I am still worried about the park capacity at the moment, if I'm honest. It, at times, it looks scarily busy when you're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, but have you been to Asda recently? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got a couple of fast passes <laughs> for Asda. You do need those fast passes, right? Kerry's been pushing me around the car park and the trolley. Whee! <laughs> Um, I saw um, today, actually, is it President's Day today? Uh, I think so, some, yeah, this weekend. Some, yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, the, the the crowds in Magic Kingdom watching the little cavalade that goes through, goes past, it looked mental. It, it just, it looked like just a, a classic three o'clock parade. Yeah, that's what I mean. I just... no one's when it's busy, just don't do a parade. Just don't do even a little parade. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Like because it it, it, it it gets people to ming to stop and congregate. But the yeah. problem is, is that they can't because once you advertise something, unless 
you can cancel it because of the weather, which is a genuine reason to to not be able to run a certain parade for health and safety reasons. They can't turn around and say, we're not doing a cavalcade now because there's so many people in the park. They've put these limits in. They've put these capacity caps in. So they then can't start turning around and saying they're not doing this stuff now. That they've already announced. But you would imagine, like, in, like, isn't it in all of the park maps and stuff that everything is subject to change exactly. without notice? Yeah. Like, rides can go down out of nowhere. And they, like... For whatever reason, you don't. They don't ever tell guests the reason necessarily. But riding right down for the whole day, whereas it could be, have been advertised as being open, so they can kind of change things as when they want to. And just sometimes, be honest, sometimes you know, though, don't you? You know why the ride's gone down. You see a guy walk out with, without an arm, and you think you've you've done something on pirates, haven't you? Yeah, body bag. No one ever dies on property, Craig. Remember that. No one mm-hmm. ever dies on property. They drive them over to Universal and announce it there. <laughs> Another one's gone in City Walk. Disgraceful. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, a, that's a true fact, though, isn't it? They don't, they don't declare anyone. That is true. Yeah, Park. that is true. Although I'm sure the guy that died in Disneyland Paris was pronounced dead there, so maybe that's yeah. just an American thing. Because he was already dead when they found him, weren't he? Wasn't he? Yes. So. Yeah. Oh, that's grim. Let's not talk about that anymore. Nice and cheery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome back, Ryan. Yeah. Um, has anyone Thanks. got any cheery news? <laughs> M&M store? Virtual tour? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? Who was talking recently about an M&M store? Was it you, Sinead? Yeah, we were, we were really strapped for news that week. So we were like, yep, the M&M store is opened. Hey, <laughs> so... hey. Uh, let me just say that the candy corn flavoured M&M's are, Ooh, are worth going to all that. Yeah, it's worth going to an M&M store around Halloween Ooh. time just for those. Candy corn flavoured anything is trash. No, that's a strong, that's a strong disagreement. Um, so, Sinead, what M&M store have you been to? Have you been to the Leicester Square one? Yeah. Oh, it's Kate oh. that proper hates that one. God's oh, sake, she got man. so angry, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. and rightfully so. It's it's, it's got it's, a bit, it's, it. it's pants, yeah. yeah. It's pants. It's it, isn't it like four floors or something? Yeah, four it's floors. Massive. And oh, if you stop more massive. than three seconds, someone pounces on you and offers you a basket. <laughs> yeah, they do. Please buy this overpriced crap. Um, I remember going there not long after it opened, and we'd been to the one. Was it at the Florida Mall? Smarty stall across the road was thoroughly pissed off when it opened. <laughs> yes, and they had the answer to everything. Yeah. Um, now, where, where was the M&M store in Orlando? Was it Florida Mall? It was, yeah, it was in the mall, yeah. It still, it still might be there, to be fair. Yeah. So we'd gone there. The first time we'd gone to Florida, we went to the M&M store, and it was quite fun. So when they announced they're opening M&M World in, in London, we was like, oh, that's cool. We know what it's like. And we went in there, <laughs> and he's just trash. And the worst thing... And I'm not sure, I, I think Kate might have mentioned this, I'm not sure. But it's the fact that the only M&Ms you can buy are chocolate and peanut. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. even the I mean, peanut butter ones. No. Pointless, ones. isn't it? Pointless. Absolutely. They've got more flavours in the Koei. Yes, yeah. exactly. 100%. They've got more They've got more flavours in the American aisle of any UK supermarket. Um, I, and I remember, because it was my birthday, I said, look, we'll, we'll buy, let's buy some pick a mix. We'll buy, you know, we'll buy some loose M&Ms. So we got this bag, and we put in... Like, Living all right. Scoops. <laughs> Honest to God, man. 
it was living all right because we weighed this bag. Boy, my it's darling, it's your birthday today. You can have any pick and mix you want, son. Go ahead, I son. Look, I didn't even want them. <laughs> I think she just felt guilty. So we bought we bought some, you know, out of the display thing they have. You know, we got a plastic bag and filled it with some M&Ms. Didn't even have that many, maybe like two or three scoops. And it was like about six quid. And I was just like, this is the worst. I, I know we was in London. I know we was in Leicester Square. But this is the worst tourist attraction I've ever seen in my life. It was about two quid's worth of M&Ms. There was nothing special about them at all. It was just just ugh, garbage. So what is so good, Ryan, about this new location in the Springs? Oh, absolutely nothing. Oh, okay, great. You can get M&Ms with little Mickey and Minnie heads on them. That's true, actually. That is true. And you can upload your own pictures as well. So, oh. Even if you could do that in London. Your face, Greg. You could get a whole bag of M&Ms with your with my face on. Oh, I'd eat myself all day long if I could. Yeah, but, but Craig, you don't, you'd only be able to do that on the armoured ones because of the size of your head. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go for the slightly larger M&Ms. Um, so wh- whereabouts in the Springs is it, Rome? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's... <laughs> Where is, is it, round Ryan? By? I think, yeah, I don't know. Can we have the exact first? Phone Dan. Phone Dan it's... now. <laughs> <laughs> don't come on this podcast not have the answers. I'm pretty sure it's near the Coca-Cola place. I could be wrong. I, I might have just made that up. <laughs> Coca-Cola and M&M's down at the Disney shop, please. Hang on. If you if you drop M&M's into Coca-Cola, doesn't it fizz? It blows up. Yeah. No. Isn't that Mentos? That's, that's Mentos, uh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there's minty, minty fresh M&M's. I mean, maybe there. that happens in Liverpool. I don't know. Be yeah, a that, terrorist that, that, attack. That's just random pills you're finding in Liverpool. They're not M&M's. Mm. I just remembered as well, the other thing I hate about that store in London is the uh, the hilarious displays they have with the M&M's doing London things like walking across oh, Abbey God. Road. Oh, <laughs> aren't they cards? Oh, oh, oh. oh. Um, I'm not. I wasn't far off. It's next to the um, AMC dining. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's, that's pretty near Coca-Cola, isn't it? It's not too far. Yeah, you could throw an M&M at the Coca-Cola store. Yeah, I reckon I could hit. Well, but you know, with a handful of M&Ms, maybe. Yeah, but sure, that's way nearly like a tenner of M&Ms. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you've probably thrown about twenty dollars away there. But the good, the good thing is, at least with the with that location or any of the American ones is the fact you do actually get limited or you know more unusual flavor M&Ms than just chocolate and peanut yeah in all fairness the store looks great I think like I think M&Ms are all right but I do like the different flavors that they do I'm not that into buying an M&Ms towel I'll be honest or t-shirt but I think the the it's it's a quirky place to go in Disney Springs I think and I'm looking forward to visiting it when I do eventually get back it is a little touristy, though, isn't it? I oh, think. massively, massively. But like you said, when you went to the M M&M and M store in in the mall, it's it's just fun, isn't it? Just to go in, and hmm. see what they got. M M&M's, M&M's, obviously, but <laughs> I don't wait to sell skittles. They, they do. do. <laughs> what? They do. <laughs> they sell skittles. Why? Company. Oh God, I didn't know that. <laughs> what a faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> You need to be better educated on your seats, Craig. Oh, <laughs> well, it's like me going in there and asking for like a Snickers. <laughs> That's the same company, Nick. Yeah, exactly. Hey. 
Or Dove. They, 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 they do Dove, don't they? Because they don't... Going and ask for a marathon. That'll stump them. Yep. That will stump them. Marathons have come back. Yeah, marathon. Yeah. What's that? What? 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 Pardon? Yeah, it's a marathon. A marathon's a Snickers. Marathon was the original name for Snickers in the UK. There you go. It was a marathon for years and years and years. And and peanut M and M's were called treats, weren't they? Yeah. Remember Spangles? Peanut treats. Spangles. Yeah. Remember Spangles? Remember the Bangles? I don't remember Spangles. We all remember Spangles. Spangles were rubbish, by the way, but I remember them. They are. They were really overrated. I remember when they relaunched them. No, like, weren't. If you got one, you unwrapped it, you lick it, you get another one, you stick them together. You could make a big spangle ball and then put it in your mouth and nearly die. I mean, they're, they're yeah. rectangular for a start. Really? Yeah. If you if you sucked them right, the little bit in the middle which was thin, you'd, you'd suck a hole in it and it would be razor sharp and it would cut your tongue off. There's a whole oh, generation really? of people that don't have a tip to the tongue Absolutely in this country true. because of spangles. Absolutely right? true. Class action lawsuit. Should have been. Waiting to happen. It's pretty wide of a band. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> Snacks After Dark. Finky <laughs> Snacks After Dark. Yeah. To rot um, your teeth after dark. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I could quite easily do a spin. Me and Ripley could do a spin off, I reckon. Um, really? Ryan, anything else from you? Yeah, last thing from me is that the limited edition Soaring Around the World poster has been has returned to Shop Disney. Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I'm still annoyed that I can't buy it in the UK. It's not that limited edition if it's back there. Well, they're not posted over to mm. you. No, it, you literally, it literally says, I was like, I will pay any amount of money for you to send it to me. But it's like, we have, can't... So we ironic. have an option that me, that me and Kate have used a couple of times where our postal system on post, they'll give you like, an ad- you can get an address in the UK, they give you an address in America. And basically you get it shipped to this address that has like your own little code so they know where to go to. And then they will send it to you. So you just have to get it to the on post. So I think the on post one is based in New Jersey. So I have this address in New Jersey. So I get it sent to there and then on post bring it to my house. And I pay, I think, 16 euro for the privilege. But Sandy, do you or, have the equivalent of that? Or what you could do, you could do what I do. And that's have a friend in New York. Get your stuff sent there. <laughs> you just need friends, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, it's hard to make friends in a lockdown. Right, hang on a second. Speak to American Dan Ryan. This is this is the guy with no friends. Like my, all my friends are pretty much on this call right now. Um, so what you need to do is get a friend in America, get your stuff sent to him, and then let him hold on to it for three years, and just badger him every few months about trying to send it on to you. And eventually, you, you might get it because that's where my Dick Tracy T-shirt is. You don't, sound bit, you don't sound bitter. Does anybody, else, does anybody else find that a bit ironic that there's a poster about soaring around the world that can't actually get out of the United States? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mr. D. Or is that just me? We are talking about the country that has the baseball World Series. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's a big poster. It's like it's like I think it's like a three. It's it's a big piece. It's like ninety nine dollars, but. The point is, why is this stuff not on Shop Disney UK? It's so annoying. They've got an amazing Epcot collection. 
Can you Can't you just get a PDF and print it out illegally? Disney World on Shop Disney UK. That's the whole problem. You get Disneyland and nothing else. Mm. Yeah, but, but what Even about... Disneyland is rubbish though, isn't it? Mm. But what about what about Disney Art on Demand? Because I've had stuff I bought stuff from there before and had it shipped over. I've not done it in a long while. Granted, but I um no, I'll sleep then, I think. <laughs> no, I'm still awake. See you in a moment. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't mm. had any snoring. So he's, he's no. Or what you could do, Ryan, is do what I've seen has happened recently on Etsy, and that is, as Craig said, someone will just get the PDF of it and just print yeah. it out for you. Because I I ordered the Universal Retro Print mm. um, from Universal. It never got shipped. I didn't get charged for it, so it was fine, but it never got shipped. So I was a bit gutted, and I just I was looking I was actually looking for a patch, a sewable patch on Etsy, but instead of finding a sewable patch, I found the exact same patch. That's to sew onto your baker coat and go bike. No, it's to put on his trolley dolly. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually to go on a jumper, if you must know. <laughs> however, however, I couldn't buy one. So Is this for your birthday as well. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, a man of modest taste. You were, um, you, uh, the thing that I started to say that I didn't finish was actually that I'd seen stuff like that on Etsy and I've just had a look on Etsy and you can get it for £5.45 yeah. if that's the same one. That's, a I know someone actually. who can print it for you. Yeah, we we both know someone great, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> might, have, might have done this stuff before. Um, very good work, though, to be fair. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I I could get that Universal poster on Etsy for about three quid, um, a a three size. So yeah, and look, I mean, that's obviously not the right way to do things, Ryan. Right, you want the the proper official Disney. That's how Disney one. would do it. But at the same time, as you say, if they're going to be stupid about it, you're going to have to oh. you're going to have to not give them your money. I'm I'm all for using Etsy and screwing the mouse over if they won't ship things to me. I can't have first. it, I'll buy it somewhere else. <laughs> Ryan will screw a mouse. Absolutely. Watch out, dog. Oh, do I'm pretty sure that's how COVID that? started. <laughs> yeah. Probably is. It probably is. <laughs> Shanae, did you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, The Liberty Bell and Tom Sawyer Island are now back up and running in Magic Kingdom. Um, the Liberty Bell had an in-depth refurbishment and they ripped the track up and everything and people lost their goddamn minds about the fact that the boat was on a track. And um, you can go on the island as well. You can't do anything on Tom Sawyer Island. All the fun things are closed off. I say this, you, ne- you never, never actually could. gone you on never it, could. but still. There's nothing yeah. to do there. I was going to say, I was gonna say it's an oxymoron. There was nothing on there that was fun. You could hunt yeah. a pink brush. You can have an overpriced lemonade, I think. That's... I don't even think that's open. Brilliant. Like I actually think there is nothing open, but you can go there if you'd like to get away from other crowds in Magic Kingdom. Currently called COVID Island. Mm. Take a speed, better you know. But seemingly it takes an a ridiculous amount of time to get over because the little boat raft thing that takes you from uh, that takes you over to Tom Sawyer Island can only have four parties on this, and it can have a maximum of I think it's either three or four people per party. Wow. So you'd be waiting a while. Can you oh. imagine Craig, that would be Craig's whole day. That would be Craig's oh, whole family, just taking the one raft. 17, 17 of us. <laughs> yeah. it'd, be, 
it'd be like one of those little puzzles where you have to transport different people across a river. <laughs> can't can't leave the nana with the babies. Have to be but the nana's got to come back. Yeah, and she has and to have the chicken feed. There's no toilet, so the granddad's got to go last. Oh, God, it'd be horrific. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that sounds like a fun day to me. Um, yeah, I mean, who ca- who really cares about those attractions? I know that's probably not the wrong attitude to have because, you know, being a Disney podcast, you're supposed to say how amazing everything that is at Disney World is fun. But let's be honest, are I don't you? think anyone cares about those things. Well, I don't think any any of the podcasts that are associated that are on this podcast now, none of us are like this. No. 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 That is prime <laughs> real estate, right? Bulldozy. Fill in that lake because it always looks manky and put a boss roller coaster there. You know what? Even better, DVC it. DVC it with a roller coaster on top of it. <laughs> are you that bloke from. Are you John Peters? Is your answer yeah. just that whatever we do has to have a roller coaster on top of it? Yeah. Fair enough. You know, you know about the, the giant mechanical spider, right? Is that from um, Wild well, Wild West? It is from Wild Wild West. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the this, the producer of, of Wild Wild West and many other Warner Brothers Easy films, for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, he had this thing where every time he pitched a film, the villain at the end of the film was going to be a giant mechanical spider. But Wild Wild West was the film that he actually got to have his wish on. That he tried to put it in a Superman film and and other films besides, he had an obsession with it. Yeah, um, Mr. D, was there anything else from you? Uh, no, don't think so. No, there's lots of little bits and pieces, but nothing no. too nothing no. too exciting. No. Well, Craig, that's that's a lie. You do have something, don't you? I have stolen an idea from P Dabs seeing he's no longer with us. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Well. <laughs> Such a dickhead. So <laughs> Craig, it looks like you've got something to say. When I do you remember the episode of Itchy and Scratchy when Poochie goes off to his home planet? <laughs> Itchy turns around and goes, Poochie, it looks like you got something to say. And then and then he starts talking and I just in my head when I said to you I was <laughs> trying to get you to talk about it, I think that's what I thought oh what a oh. right go on <laughs> hotel p-dubs yeah whatever oh this is weird this, this I this know what I'm, is... I'm retiring sod this what's the Look, point the dabs of p isn't dead right <sighs> he's just missing in action he'll be back soon he will return he will return yeah. When Boston and um, Boniface form a pop duo, then P-Dabs will be on the synthesizer in the corner. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see that. Oh, top of the pops, 84. <laughs> oh. oh, dearie me. Right, okay. So, it, I thought we'd, because uh, there's a lot of hotels on Disney, as okay. you know. Oh, there's loads. There's oh. loads and loads and loads. So I thought we'd start at the top with the posh ones and then work our way down to the poor ones. So I'm going to start with 
uh, the Yacht and Beach Club. If you would like to join me, would you like to join me? Would you like to get on the bus? I would Definitely. love to get on the bus. Okay, so uh, the Yacht Club... Ding, ding. Uh, ding. Uh, children are not allowed to drink drinks or eat food on the bus. That's a Disney rule. Uh, first of yeah, I'm M&M's. yeah, we're, 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 I'm, I'm not even going to get on the bus. There's no point. What if I, whatever, if I have a diabetic hypo or something? I agree. I spent a freaking fortune on these M&Ms, and you're telling me I can't <laughs> eat on the freaking bus. I'm taking I, a Tesla. I'll meet you at the resort. Bye. I agree. Threw a ring up on one of the Disney buses in there last time we were there. Just as we pull it, she always does it. Just as you pull it in, so you drive to John O'Groats, she throws up. Just as you're getting into the car park, I, I, I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase, and I tell you the reason why. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Let's call it a car bed. No, I hate. I hate the expression throwing a ring up, because when I think of uh, a ring in a bodily function, Gollum. I don't think of that end. I think of the other end. So. It always confuses me a little bit. I had to think about what you're talking about because it just made me sound like she. she this herself. episode is really taking a turn, isn't it? This <laughs> is the best episode ever, I think. So, um, yeah, so we're all on the bus anyway. So, the Yacht Club opened on the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November, 1990. Um, wow. Yeah. And then the Beach Club opened on the 19th of November, 1990. Well, and hang on, uh, so, hang on, so it was called the Yacht Club? The Yacht and Beach Club. But it was yeah. called the Yacht Club, the Beach Club was still getting painted. That's what I'm that. saying, yeah. So it originally opened as the Yacht Club, and then became well, the Yacht and Beach Club. Yeah, the Beach Club was there, though. So the big selling point is walking distance to Epcot... Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is also accessible. So Epcot is about a 10-minute walk. Hollywood Studios, 20, 25-minute walk. Uh, Stormalong Bay is the... What's Eve? What, what do you want, Eve? What, baby bird? I don't know what you're saying, babe. Well, she's like a little new child. I'm 17 and I can't talk. What? 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 I'm getting off the call when I'm finished. Why? Have you got something to do? Okay, go on. You go and have a go on The Sims then, babe. Nick, you've got some editing to do. What are you going on about, Eve? What, what do you mean editing? This, this, this is what I'm, this is what I'm oh. going to nominate for the Sony Awards this year. Oh, gold. Oh, my God. Was she, was she talking like a sim? I've never played a sim, so I don't know what that actually is. I'm just, yeah. I'm is she Adam Sandler? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, the pool is... <laughs> the pool is a shared pool. It's a shared pool, right? And it's got a sandy bottom pool. We've all had a sandy bottom. Is that uh, the one that a... has the creepy clown? Or how did No, that's, that's the, the boardwalk. Oh, that's the bad. boardwalk. That's the maid. That's the maid pool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lazy river, which is the deepest lazy river I've ever been in. And it's got a fantastic pirate ship slide, 
where you'd have to leave the water, the pool, go across the, the walkway, climb up, and then wee down the slide back into the main hub. I'm so happy you explained how a pool slide works. Hey, look, just imagine Stevie Wonders listening to his podcast. He doesn't know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, come on. Stevie Wonders has been down a couple of water slides. Has he? Well. Oh, that'd be interesting, that. Stevie, let us know. When, you, when you're on Nick's new Disney podcast, <laughs> spill the beans. Yeah. Um, right. What is the beach club like? So it's got 583 rooms. Uh, it's also got conference facilities. I'm not really talking about the DVC stuff. Uh, the Yacht Club has got 613 rooms. Uh, it's slight, so it's slightly larger. Um the boat Jesus Christ, Craig has yeah, just yeah. told everyone that one number is bigger than another number. <laughs> oh, it's like Sesame Street. No wonder P-Dab's fucking walked out. Uh, be sure to make notes because Mr. D is going to include these very specific numbers in an upcoming quiz. Yes. One, uh, 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 two, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you'll, you'll be asleep by the time he gets to three. Um, Stevie just messaged me, by the way. He said it was a master blaster. Has anyone stayed here, by the way, apart it's from myself? Blaster. Hang on, it's a master That's blaster. 70s Paul. That slide said it was a master blaster. Uh... That's the name of your sex tape, Nick. <laughs> Good one minute, Nick. Right, um, where was I up to? Yeah, so no one stayed here? No. No, no, no I walked around several times. It's a, it's a beautiful resort, but never yeah. stayed there. Some, it's someone eaten. is actually... I've eaten there a couple of times, different places. So, going on to dining. Um, oh, what a segue. I know. Fantastic. I'll stand so, up, you knock them down. Uh, the Beach Club has got Cape May Cafe, which is character dining. It's called what? Cape, Cape May Cafe. Cape May? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Really is. Um, and... I think it, well, I think they're all shut at the moment. Is Beach Club actually open? Because every every menu so. I went on and in, in the on the website it said closed, currently closed. Um, but it, if if it was a buffet and if it was open, it's thirty five dollars to fifty nine dollars ninety nine. So that means it's fifty nine dollars ninety nine, basically. Well, it depends if you're a kid, doesn't it? The thirty five is obviously kids' prices. Mm. Well, it says thirty-five to fifty-nine ninety-nine per adults. Doesn't mention kids. Oh, okay. uh, we've had there a few times. Well, no, kids twice are, really. Kids are twenty-seven, adults forty-two. Calling it one, looking at. There you go. Uh, so, we we've had breakfast there on the last morning of the holiday. Both times we've stayed there because it's like a, a way to say goodbye to the characters and all that. And it's quite a nice breakfast. So um, what kind of character, like breakfast, are we talking? So it's Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, um, and maybe Donald Bird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald, Donald Bird. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Daisy as well, I think. Do you, do you know Goofy? Did I say Goofy? Yeah. yeah, I think it's the famous five. Um, so yeah, now next door to it, you've got Martha's uh, Vineyard, 
I've had a couple of pints in here. It's just What's a little Martha's bar. Uh, vineyard like? It's it's it's, it's a lounge, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lounge bar basically. So on the last night of the holiday in 2017, me and Phil had a couple of pints in here, spending some of our dollars. Uh, we did ask for a single malt whiskey each, and it was something like I can't remember. It was like forty odd dollars a, a shot. So we just had another pint. So, um, um, is this is this kind of theme like a bit like a kind of like Boston-y kind of? It's, it's like a sort of New England theme, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah it's all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bit nautical, bit yeah, very clean. From what I remember, um, it's got. I've I've got a little bit of the menu here for the, for in there. So, a selection of cheeses and seasonal compliments, fourteen dollars. Buffalo glazed wings with celery sticks and blue cheese dip, nine dollars. That type of stuff. So it. it we didn't eat in there. We just basically had so some it's, it's more like it's more like snacky food. Yeah, and when we were in there, we were the only two in there, and she clearly wanted to go home. <laughs> she she didn't want to save us. Basically, this was six pm. No, it was. I think it was about ten to ten at night, something like that. Um. So the next one along is somewhere we've never stayed, uh, we've never eaten, in, which is the famous Beaches and Cream Soda Shop. Oh, man. Uh, oh, I love it in there. Well, yeah. basically, because when we went 2017, there was eight of us. When we went 2019, there was 17 of us. Yeah. It's, just, it's so, it's it looks lovely in there. It's dead small, isn't it? And Well, they've just doubled it, though, haven't they? They've doubled the size of it. It was yeah. shot, and they... they extended into the resort all right okay so maybe a bit easier to to get a bigger a bigger table now so it's casual dining um diner style uh all american food the signature dish is the kitchen sink with eight scoops of ice cream giant brownie hot fudge and a whole can of whipped cream a whole uh, can of whipped cream but an Aberdeen Angus burger with cheddar lettuce tomato is $17. French dip sandwich, $17. Plant-based burger, $17. They also, in the plant-based bit, have something called cookie fries, which I was like, what on earth are these? And they are literally, it looks like a basket of fries, but they are strips of cookie dough. And you get no. what looks like a, some form of like a vanilla or like cream sauce, a chocolate sauce, and then like a strawberry or a raspberry. They look unreal. Oh my God. I'll send a link in the chat. You can have a go. When the kitchen sink comes out, there's like a yellow beacon that flashes and and they shout. That's one when they shout, like there's a whole can of whipped cream in it. And the, the staff will say a whole can of whipped cream. <laughs> well, that is, oh, yeah. I'm just looking at those now. They look amazing, they don't they? They, they do, do look, look incredible. How yeah. would you deal with them, Ryan? Would you get through that? Would Would you shut yeah. go right through the roof? He, he just have his. He just have his, uh, his stab himself his yeah. magic drinky stabby what, stick. What I, What I find when I'm in Florida is because it's so hot and I'm walking like literally all day, my bloods tend to go low rather than high. But yeah, I would need to inject a fair bit for these. Hmm. I tell you what, my favourite is the No Way Jose, which is a peanut butter ice cream sundae. It's awesome, but that's like an individual thing, yeah. As, as opposed to the kitchen sink, which you really need to share. 
But even so, it's still the size of your head. I've got here a Mickey confetti milkshake, which is vanilla milkshake, whipped cream, rainbow sprinkles, topped with rainbow confetti cupcake and served in a souvenir cup, $15. Mm. That doesn't sound too expensive, that, because you keep the cup. But the kitchen sink saves four scoops of vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream, mint chocolate chips, smothered in every topping we have. Uh, also available chocolate lovers or Neapolitan, $35. Now, don't they stick whole Snickers in there and everything? Yeah. God. Yeah, it's every topping they've got. And they do like a, is it a Snickers Sunday or a Milky Way Sunday, which is like a Mars bar? Can't remember which one it is. But, but... Milky Way is Mars. It's yeah. a Mars bar. Yeah. So they've got they've got it's either a Snickers Sunday or a Milky Way Sunday. I can't remember now. So that goes on top of the kitchen sink as well. What the hell? Um, I don't moving know, on, chocolate bars oh. with ice cream just don't don't work for me. Why? Because they go hard in your ice cream. Doesn't like fun. No, it's not. I don't like fun. Thank you. <laughs> fun police. I, mean, I don't like fun. I am a fun sponge. No, but like it's like when you get like a McFlurry at McDonald's and if you get like a dairy milk McFlurry or something, you get like the lumps of chocolate, they just, the go, yeah, but they just go hard in the ice cream. Yeah, I know what you mean, because... but because it's a, like a, like a, like a Mars bar, it's a bit, it is a bit softer. Right. And I think the problem with hot fudge sauce or something that would also. The problem with McDonald's as well is that like those machines aren't grey, are they? No, they are. And they never work. Well, this is like a fresh, fresh chocolate bar. It's literally they put it in, give it to you straight away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did, I did. Donna and I really wanted all of this actually when we were there for our honeymoon, but I genuinely thought it might kill me, so we didn't. Ryan is dead now. I don't think I had enough insulin in my suitcase to cover it. <laughs> so. Uh, so you've had there, Mr. D, and you've had there. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. Yeah, really and you've done it, Ryan. Yeah, yeah but a few times. We're going to make an effort next time to yeah. go in small family groups, maybe at, on different days or whatever, so we can all yeah. experience it. Well, like I say, it should be a bit easier. Now. They've made it a lot bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, like, definitely. Now, in... Um, Jumping across to the Yacht Club, you've got the Ale and Compass. Now, the Yacht Club is more, um, the decor is darker, whereas the Beach Club is quite light, uh, blue, and just a bit more light, I suppose. Over there, it's more dark wood, um, more yachty, if you will. There's, like, boats everywhere, if if I remember rightly. Just little statues of boats and that um so the island compass serves breakfast lunch dinner a casual nautical atmosphere so it stinks of fish uh, order a la carte morning meals from 7 30 to 11 uh, there's an all you care to enjoy breakfast buffy from 7 30 to 11 25 quite specific Lunch is served from 11.30 to 2 o'clock and dinner is available from 5pm till 9pm. Tables are almost always available, but book in advance. So I didn't, I'm not going to read out the full 
menu. But I would have picked roast garlic shrimp uh, for $15. Then I would have had the 10-ounce New York Angus strip, $34. And then I would have had the 12-layer chocolate cake, uh, $9. I had a look. This place has quite a good few um, vegetarian and vegan options. So they've got roasted buffalo-style cauliflower for $9. (sighs) which sounds a bit delish. Um, They have a seasonal market vegetable flatbread for $17, or they do have the ale and compass salad, protein bowl, or a grilled plant-based burger, which I would imagine is probably the same plant-based burger from Beaches and Cream. Or I did have a look at, did you have a look at the breakfast menu, Craig? Because some of the stuff they have on that sounds absolutely amazing. They have salted caramel, apple, French toast, um, blueberry bacon pancakes dark chocolate waffles that come with a dried cherry compote espresso mascarpone cream chocolate shavings and a choice of bacon or sausage the bacon and sausage that's just wrong i mean have that first and then have your have your waffles but yeah some of their breakfast stuff sounds absolutely beautiful the sausages over there but the bacon can just do one the sausages are that dense dead thick like consistency meat, isn't it? But the dead thin, dead thin sausages. But the dead dense. But the bacon's just manky. No, I don't mean uh, bacon. It's different. It's just a different cut. But yeah, doesn't make it for me. Um, there is the Ale and Compass Lounge, which is just a, a cocktail lounge, and I didn't bother with looking at the cocktails because a cocktail's a cocktail, isn't it? Um, and then you've got the yachtsman steakhouse it's the premier restaurant serving tasty cuts of superbly aged beef um, as well as poultry and seafood selections and it is accommodation early from 5.30 to 7 and late 9 9.45 it walk up arrivals now you've got to be smart so it's signature dining experience. Men should wear khaki slacks, jeans, or dress shorts and collared shirts. Women may wear capri pants, skirts, dresses, jeans, or dress shorts. No tank tops, swimsuits, cover-ups, hats for men, cut-offs, torn clothes, or T-shirts with offensive language or graphics allowed. So was anyone eating in here? Yeah, I, and the yachtsman once. It was good. No. It was really good. We had the porterhouse, so Kerry and I shared it. And it was it was excellent. It's probably one of the best steaks I've ever had. My only slight complaint about it is one of the accompaniments is something called truffle fries. And yeah. they are really, really good. But because we were sharing it, he brought this little basket of truffle fries. Now, this is a signature restaurant, right? And there was uh, seven of us. Um, so we're spending a lot of money in there anyway this little basket it's one of those little baskets where the fries stand upright you know and um, it was tiny really and I said look I said um, you know we're sharing this I said is there any chance we could get more truffle fries and he said well oh yeah of course I said I'll have to charge you for it and I thought oh man I mean it's just I don't know it just seemed really petty Um, but that was my only complaint apart from that I thought it was great. Really nice place. Great desserts as well. 
is that because you're used to going to um, Harry Ramsden's and you can have as many <laughs> chips as you like? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's just in America, my experience would be if you said something like that, they say, oh, yeah, no problem. They go and get it for you, especially in Disney. I was just really surprised that in a signature restaurant when we're spending, you know, seven of us, it's a, it was we were on the dining plan, so it was a two-credit meal. So, so and there's an eighteen percent tip coming from seven people on that sort of meal. So it was a lot of money. So that's fourteen and it, and it was, people really, it, isn't it? Yeah, and it was like a big deal, you know. Yeah. I yeah, but like I say, that was that was the only thing. One of the amazing things um, is they brought this bread at the beginning of the meal, and and it's like a a whole roasted garlic, and you just kind of wipe the bread. This is pre-COVID, obviously. Wipe the bread on the garlic, and it's just amazing. So, highly recommend it. Um, just that small niggle, really. Yeah, I mean, I would have picked out the sixteen-ounce ribeye, probably. Mm. Uh, Blue Heaven shallot butter served with one accompaniment sex selection so that would have been the, the truffle fries no doubt 57 dollars yeah. i'd have got stuck into that the, the problem with, with the dining plan is you'd always go for the most expensive thing on the menu whether you want it or not yeah well yeah i mean it depends if you're there for like two or three weeks you, you, you know you tend to have what you what you want to have really but yeah you you you're right. You probably wouldn't go for the cheapest thing on the menu if it's a signature restaurant, but unless you're vegetarian, um, then you don't really have a choice. It's usually the cheapest thing on the menu. Yeah. Did they have any veggie stuff in here? Um, on the so Chips. I had a look on yeah I had a look on the Walt Disney World website, and I think the only thing they had listed was customized plant based entree for thirty four dollars. What this is, I have no idea, but that it's, seems to be the only a, thing listed. It's a slice of lettuce with, what, with the, the things you want on. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it is a, it is a steakhouse, so you're yeah. going to struggle. I mean, they'll have a token, they'll have a token gesture. They had a Okinawan purple sweet potato filled pasta. Um, so they, they, they've got something, but it is a steakhouse. You gotta, you gotta just. Kind of bear that in mind, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, go and have a look at the menu, people. I'm not going to go through it any more than what I have done because I haven't. Um, <laughs> the P-Dub beach club sits there for five hours. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing it. Pulls everything off. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's why he's not on anymore. He's in prison. Uh, the beach club marketplace. Now they've obviously got. You know what these marketplaces are like. It's just, it can be chaos early in the morning. One of the highlights is when you go to get your refillable mug in it when you've just checked in. You, you go down there, you get, and then you're there at the drinks machines and you're all made up making your whatever drink. Root beer, I always have all the, I drink root beer what when I'm in America. What is you? Oh, it's just, I don't drink it any other time. I just love it. So you don't sit indoors like squeezing germaline into your gob? <laughs> TCP in my tea, no. <laughs> um, but that's always like a, one of the highlights because it's you, you've just checked in and everything, and you're going down. You've got Is your there bands anything on. Anything worse than going down with your refillable mug 
going to one of those machines and pressing the button and you just get water come out of it. Oh, freaks your ass. The, the liquid, you know, the syrup has like run out. Yeah. You've got to go and find another machine that's got what you want. Ugh. I mean, the refillable mugs, they're just like, they're a, they're a mouthful as well, aren't they? So you've got to walk. You might be far away in your room. You've got to walk down with four cups, go and fill them up. Then by the time you get halfway, you've drank yours. So, so you've got <laughs> to go back. back. Yeah. It depends on what ice you put in. I mean, if you, you know. No ice. You don't put any ice yeah. in. Top tip. Yeah. Top tip. It's, coming out chilled um but you have everything there so you can have for hot breakfast served to you uh, different times of the day they have pizzas um all the hot croissants my sister-in-law uh not uh, carlette the other one was was just robbing them basically <laughs> just go in well get, i mean i know get... you don't like to plant the stereotypes in Liverpool, craig but <laughs> honest to god you just go in get the croissants see the queue and think ah sod that and just go and no one ever ever challenged her all them snack credits she saved oh my god well what happened was i couldn't find any car stereo so i just stole some croissants yeah, ringo star there welcome to the build <laughs> Um, now, Hurricane Hannah's is the poolside quick service restaurant, and it's got a full extensive bar as well. So they just do basically sandwich, the turkey and ham sandwich, um, toasted cheese sandwich, all that type of stuff. But the bar is brilliant for just sitting there, watching the American footy or whatever's on, and just having a few pints. Uh, the kids, when they get their meals, they get a bucket and spade each as well with every meal saved in the bucket and spade. And then they can go and take all the food, juices and fat and take them into the pool and build sandcastles with it. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I see so, nothing wrong with that from an environmental point of view. Sounds yeah. Great. And then when they get bored and go home or whatever, they just leave their sandcastles everywhere. They, they, just, yeah. So there's hundreds of them. There's hundreds of them everywhere just littered. But uh, yeah, it's got three pools. Um Oh my god. What an idiot. Uh, Earlier on, right? Yeah. Just because you're talking about sand castles again. Earlier on we were talking about the sand sculptures uh for Ray and the Last Dragon, right? Yeah. And we were talking about a big bully coming over and kicking them. Yeah. And I think Ryan said it was like accused Chapek of, of doing it. Yeah. But you know what we could have said? It was the Iger Giant. The I I I I I I Iger Giant. Carry on, Craig. Yeah. So there you go. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's got three pools. The the pool area now we did drinking around the world, uh two years ago when we went and then we come back to the pool and the men got in the pool with the kids and the women went and did what women do watch eastenders on their ipads or whatever i don't know it's knitting knitting talks about boys dance socks yeah that type of stuff yeah. um so we were playing american football in the pool with we the kids we weren't playing american football in the pool well, you know what I mean. And that is when I took all the skin off my toes because it's that type of sand in the water there that is like glass. 
Are you sure it wasn't glass? No, it was gla- like, so I dived to catch the ball like I do, like a gazelle, basically. And like free this- willy. <laughs> well, that's why I can't go back there until 2024 <laughs> um, when the injunction runs out. But I literally lost the the skin off both big toes and most of the other toes and it took months to heal because it was just it just got infected and it never uninfected all holiday and then even when it got home it's so it's really need. well just don't play american football pissed when you're in the pool basically is what i'm saying content you need content okay you've just got you ever watched american football no yeah no, he hasn't, because oh. otherwise he'd know he wasn't playing American football. <laughs> it sounds like you played a very weird version of water polo. You just play catch. <laughs> playing catch with an American football. Um, now, the Yacht Club is one of the hotels on property that is dog-friendly. So bring your pampered pooch to stay with you at Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Here at Walt Disney World... We know that dogs aren't simply pets. They're members of your family. And since family is at the heart of everything we do, for a limited time, your furry friends are welcome to join you at select Disney Resort hotels. Let the tail wagging commence. Note, limited two dogs per room, restrictions and fees apply. To book, how to book. To bring your dog along to the upcoming visit, please call 407-939-7539. Guests under 18 of age must have parents or guardian permission to call. Service for guest dogs. During your stay, best friends, pet care can provide assistance with daycare for all pet services. Fees apply. So, Are we getting sponsored by them? Honestly. Honestly, why? Right. I shared the link of the PDFs with you before. I don't know if you clicked on it and read it. The dogs are not allowed. You you can't leave the dogs in the room for longer than seven hours, right? So you're out for seven hours. You've left your two dogs in the room. You've got to leave a do not disturb sign on the door while the dogs are in there. Dogs are not allowed anywhere apart from the dog walking areas. So you can't take your dog round the boardwalk. You can't take him to Epcot. You can't do anything with your dog. I look. I uh, uh, I'm gonna upset people. I don't care. I number one. I cannot understand the logic with anyone taking their dogs with them to any kind of holiday like this. No. Right. There's kennels. You can get dog sitters. You can get. Um... There's kennels on property. No, yeah. but no, 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 but. No, I just wouldn't take them with me at all. Like it's it's just no. And I also don't agree with service dogs. I think the rules the the rule of service dogs, and we've talked about this before, is too lax. People who have any kind of dog to be a service dog. I'm not talking about guide dogs. They obviously are essential. I completely get that. But service dogs are not like guide dogs. Most of someone are. try and get a service peacock on a plane once over Drenta. Uh, I know, I know, service, had a service squirrel. I know someone that had a service squirrel once. Service yeah. squirrel, yeah, it's, it, it's just bizarre. But I just I don't I don't agree with it. And there are there are definitely people that take advantage of that rule. Oh, There's yeah. a famous Instagram account, 
where she's got her service dog. It's just a regular dog, but she claims it's a service dog. It's yeah. not trained properly. Um, she just uses it for photos in the parks. It's just a way of her getting like big followers on, on Instagram. It's a complete sham. I, I hate it. But even even I just don't understand why anyone would want to take their pets with them to a, a holiday like that. Well, what you've got to do is if you take your dog out, you've got to then phone guest services. And while you're taking your dog to the designated dog walking area, they will come and clean your room at that point. And are they supposed to clean up the mess that the dog leaves because you left it in there for seven hours? Well, well, this is the thing, right? So when I was in train driver school in 2005, we stayed in a hotel in the crew. It was called the Crew Arms. It's still a crew now. It hasn't moved. And on That's a Sunday, because the name would have to change. Yeah, on a Friday when you were going home, you'd say, hey, "When I check back in on Monday uh, on Sunday night, can I have a non-smoking room, please?" And he'd go, "Yes, yes, that's fine, Mister Lucas. Yes, okay, no problem." And you'd go back on the Sunday, and you'd go into your room, and it'd stink of smoke. And all they used to do is take the ashtray out, and then it was a non-smoking room. Now I know this isn't the same, but this is why I'll never stay at the yacht club. Because I don't know if they have designated maybe 10 rooms. that That's where the dogs stay. I don't know if there's 30 dogs staying there or if it's just a gimmick and there's only one dog staying there. But if you're, go, if you're paying top dollar to go into a hotel room that somebody's had two dogs in for seven hours, well, 24 hours a day, basically, because they're only going out for a, a wee and a poo, aren't they? Uh, and a little walk. You know, you might be there for five days. You're American. You're only going to be there for five days, maybe. But they, them two dogs have been in that room, jumping on the beds, jumping on the furniture, just sitting watching on stuff. Disney Plus. Yeah, I just can't. Disney Plus. You know how clean is that room going to be? Dog well, allergies. You know, the, the thing is, anyway, right? You know, dogs are obviously. You know, there's lots of different types of dogs. Oh, we've got a little tiny dog. Well, not little, you know, he's a tiny-ish, right? Tap dancing. He doesn't smell particularly, like, there's not much of a smell to him. Now, I know, of course, we'd be desensitised to it, but he doesn't smell very much. But obviously, certain dogs do, you know, especially the bigger they are as well, they generally do have quite a smell to them. So, and God, taking a dog out for a walk in the rain, you're bringing wet dog into the, the room and... Uh, it just it just sounds like a lot of effort, yeah, to make sure it's clean, pro- properly clean afterwards. Oh, but that yeah. concludes me quick whistle stop guide to beach club yacht and beach club. I mean, from from my perspective, it's it's the next hotel on my list of places to stay. Um, if my trip goes ahead this year, I'm at where am I? Caribbean Caribbean Beach, but I do want to go to. Beach Club next. I mean, for me, the biggest sell is this a walk to Epcot. That's phenomenal. Home from Epcot, I think, is what you meant to say, Ryan. Yeah, a stumble. (laughs) (laughs) And the studios. I mean, you can walk to the studios easily. Yeah, that's it's not a bad walk. Great, yeah. Yeah. And the thing, the bill in it now, as um, if you look at the bump on the Disney website, the bill in it now is it. What are them cable cars called? The uh, Skyliner. 
they're saying that's basically Skyliner resorts because you can walk to Epcot and jump on a Skyliner. Mm-hmm. But you've got to change at to get to Hollywood Studios. You've got to change at another hotel, is it? Yeah, Riviera Resort, haven't you? Um, that's the hub. So you go so, to Riviera yeah. Resort. That's, yeah, you've that's got the to go only there. reason to get off at the Riviera. To be fair, I don't know. Some of the food places look good to me. I'd eat that. That is fair. The the, the yeah. rooms, however, nah, not worth overpriced for what they are. So, 2017, we had a lake view, and it was phenomenal. We didn't know realize we'd been upgraded. Um, we had a little balcony. I used to sit out there and drink my Joffrey's coffee of the morning. Uh, 2019, we had a view of the roofs and the car park, uh, and we didn't have a balcony, really. So that was a little bit disappointing. The Yacht Club, every room has got a little balcony, whereas the Beach Club hasn't. Um, but it's a lovely hotel. It, there was little bits of wear and tear in the Beach Club when we were there in 2019. A couple of carpets with threadbare, you know, in the corridors, that type of stuff. But apart from that, it, it's a fabulous hotel. Yeah, I'd like to stay there. It'd be good. And then, you, you know, you've got a lot around you in terms of like you've got the boardwalk so there's lots of places to go in the boardwalk to eat and drink and then you've got swan and dolphin which is just up the road you can walk to that and they've got restaurants um there's just there's just a lot to do yeah 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 walk to the the golf as well um yeah we went and did a round of golf yeah maralaga wherever he's hiding Walk there. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's okay. a good one. Well, let's just quickly finish this show uh, and have a look at what's going on outside the parks. Let's get down to business to start planning that Disney trip. I'm Wendy Prater and Magical Journeys Travel here, proud sponsor of the Disney Parks and Beyond podcast. I specialize in all things Disney, Universal, and all major cruise lines. Disney cruises are spectacular, but you've got to book early to get the best pricing and stateroom selection. I offer generous onboard credits and take care of all your planning. Interested in Disney World, Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris? I can help with every bit of the planning process, including dining and fast passes. Find me on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or email me at wendyprater at magicaljourneystravel.com. I make the plans, you make the memories. So, I mean, it's become a <clears throat> kind of like a staple now. But uh, WandaVision, uh, still, WandaVision. still great. Uh, Wonder, WandaVision, WandaVision, Wonder, WandaVision. That's the me to you, me to you. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if the next episode is based on the Chuckle Vision? It'd be too good. It'd be too that would good. be incredible. Um, Mr. D, where are you in WandaVision? I'm up to date. Oh. Totally hey. up Yeah. Um, so, uh, episode six, the Halloween special just aired. We've got what three episodes left now, I think, and they're each an hour long, I think. Uh, yeah, I th- this was an announcement they made over the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, which um throws my Friday plans into a bit of disarray because I might, I might, well, I have to get up early, but I'll have just enough time to watch it before I, I officially start work. Well, an, an hour is, is basically. 40 minutes and 20 minutes of credits. That's the it only thing about WandaVision that's doing me, Eddie. 
Well, there's no there's no end credit scenes so far, is there? That's the thing. No, but down to they, in the last episode. They seem to have two sets of credits. Well, everything on Disney Plus is two sets of credits. Well, yeah, but it's got this one division credits where it's all that like the the pixels and stuff, and then it goes into new credits. Yeah, it's like seven minutes of credits, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but like, the Mandalorian was the same. It had the credits with the the storyboards of the episode, mm. and then the full credits. Yeah, but we're all used to like skipping onto the next episode as soon as the we can't do it, can we? Well, that's only because there's not another episode to watch. You can like if you're watching if you're watching like episode one now, when it gets to when it gets to that bit in the credits where it goes to black, um, you can then start the next episode. Look, that's still like up. fifteen minutes of credits though. Well, yeah, because they've got all the the international credits as well, haven't they? To go, yeah. it's like all the international dubs. Um, I wonder if Kevin's doing anything. I'll have to, I'll have to ask him. National dubs. Actually, That's like your French P dubs. I won't have to ask. Italian. I won't have to ask Kevin because Kevin, when he listens to this episode, will message me and tell me, "Yes, I am doing a voice in in Wonder Vision or something." Um, I loved, I loved this week's episode. I loved the Halloween special. I loved the way they captured Malcolm in the Middle so well. Um, I think what they're what they're doing with this show is really really putting a lot of effort into lampooning the sh- like the era of tv that they're doing have they done anything special like the early black and white ones have they used original type cameras to film them or is it all just the, can... the effects were very good the effects were like very similar to what you saw in those those early 50s and 60s sitcoms yeah because they've, think... they've absolutely nailed it haven't they I don't think the um, cameras are. I'm going to say, though, that I still believe that it took too long to get into the main story. It took three I, episodes. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. And, I, I, you know, I would think there's a lot of people who switched off to invest an hour and a half in the sitcom joke, which is basically the same joke, right? It's the same joke three times. I know it's different shows, different eras, but it took too long. It should have. They should have been moving into the main story, probably at the beginning of the second episode. No, I think. I, dis- I disagree because every, even though even the first episode, like the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. you 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 learn that there was something to this. Oh yeah, you, you. I mean, right from the beginning, there's little clues as to where it's gone, but it's too sitcommy. It's the you know, those those little clues were too small, I think. And here's the thing, Nick. If I was to watch the series again, I'd be thinking, oh, my God, I've got to sit through an hour and a half of the sitcom stuff, which I don't mind. It was oh, this is where it was, yeah. it was good, but it wasn't an hour and a half's worth. I mean, an hour and a half is almost a full movie. I would... I personally bad. would happily watch a full season of each of the eras. Like, I'd happily watch a full season of just the 50s era. And yeah. work my way up. Like I'd be quite happy to just sit back and enjoy it. But I really like those like kitschy sitcoms. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I, yeah. Also I know you said that before, Sinead, and that's that's great. But I just don't think that's most people. You're talking about hour and a half, yeah. But it's not an hour and a half because the like the first few episodes were just over twenty minutes each. Well, I, I think I, I think all the credit bits, but they were just over twenty minutes each. You, you've got a good point though, because I think both my parents and my sister, and even a couple of my friends who, who love Marvel, 
watched the first two episodes because they came out at the same time mm. and they were like this this is terrible i'm not i'm not watching this and then because i carried on watching it reached out to them and said look you need to you need to get past episode three trust me stick with it and yeah. my my mate literally messaged me earlier and saying jesus like now it's like well, some some of the best mcu i've seen mm-hmm. well it's, it's good it's it's good when you get there but i think we're saying the same thing right i think it just took yeah. a little bit too long they milked the sitcom stuff too much and, and even if they'd even if they just brought in more of the story a bit earlier I think, I think would have, that would have that would have kept people hooked. So that's my only criticism. I think the later episode's great, and it's all well done. Even the sitcom stuff is well done. Um, just a little bit too much of it, I thought. It's, personal. It's, it's, right, it's I, I get it. Right, it's a fair point. I mean, me and Shanae definitely are on the same page. And we were talking about this. I was talking about this with um, some friends on Saturday because they they're watching it as well, and they actually really enjoyed the first couple of episodes because they remember you know they kind of got that nostalgic kick of watching shows like bewitched and i dream genie and um stuff like that when they were growing up so Mm -hmm. but but at the same time and i I know this is not everyone because you would have also seen those things growing up mr d and and you didn't feel the same way but there is certainly there's a whole generation of, of like kids that are now teenagers that have never seen an episode of bewitched or an episode of the Brady Bunch. So all of this kitschiness, that means nothing to them at all. They can't relate to it. So I do get it. I think for me, I was quite happy to see something completely unique and different. So, And I knew there was going to be a payoff. So I didn't mind. Now, the first three episodes, my wife turned around to me and said, if I wasn't watching this with you, I would have probably stopped watching. Now she's not i wouldn't say obsessed with it but she you know she looks forward to friday so we can watch a new episode um and i think the only problem with for her and to an extent me as well is that because i'm not that familiar with um some of the stories that this is or some of the comics that this is based on i kind of know enough to understand what's going on and fill in the blanks but for a lot of people even with the stuff that we're seeing now, they don't know where it's going to go. But in a way, I think that's quite fun because, you know, we watch stuff like Lost, which was like a really long form of mystery and stuff. So I don't mind that mm-hmm. um, it, it's done the way it is. And also as well, I just find it so refreshing that it is not like anything else they've done before. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. brave that they've done it in the way that they have and, and mm-hmm. fair play to them. But I do think as well, this is going to be something that there will be a certain part of the audience that will probably start watching this once the last episode drops. Mm-hmm. Because they've watched the first two episode or two and gone, I'm not watching this. And then yeah. we'll find out, you know, from what other people are saying about, you know, what actually happens in it, and then we'll go back and, and re-watch the whole stuff, including the bits they thought were boring the first time. Mm-hmm. Whilst I'm going to look forward to going back and watching it and then kind of trying to spot certain things during those episodes that will be like clues that I didn't see the first time around. Because even one of the things, um, one of the, you know, like the the intro bit, you know, like previously on WandaVision, um, even sometimes with that, they've changed things in the beginning. 
So um, you know when um, oh, what's her name, Monica, is it Monica Rambo? Yeah. So when she kind of gets found out by the Scarlet Witch when she's giving birth, and she sends her away, what she says in the episode that we watched is different to the recap in the next episode. So what she says to Vision is different. Mm. Now, you could say that's like an, an alternate take or something, but I think that's deliberately done. I think that's more manipulation on the viewer. For me, yeah. I, I definitely think... like I didn't hate the first couple of episodes, but it, it started to get good when, as soon as Sword came into it. Yeah. That's, that's when, for me, I was like, okay... Now it's like I watched a lot of the old sitcoms as a kid, and, and even in the last couple of years, actually, I've watched Dick Van Dyke show um, right from the beginning a couple of years ago. So I get so, all of the references. But the only thing, right, that gets me down about these this type of stuff, right? She's an Avenger. Where are they all? What are they all doing? Yeah, I said this to Donna. I was like. What are the others doing? Why are they not even bothering to to turn up? This is a major thing. Um, where's the Agents of Shield now? I know they're off doing their TV show at this point well, no, somewhere. Shield, Shield are done, aren't they? Well, this yeah, is, this but... is past all of that. So, Sword is the new Shield. Okay. So, but just you know, where's Doctor Banner, Hulk, man? Where's Thor? Where well, I mean. Like... You can, you know, you could, you can cover that by saying that Sword are keeping the whole thing under wraps. I mean, you know, there's probably plenty of other things going on. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what they are. They, there's been nothing. I mean, there's, you know, you don't see any news reports or anything going on. It seems, you know, this is happening in a town pretty much in the middle of nowhere. So I think Mr. D's right. I think this is all trying to be completely hush hush and then trying to resolve the situation. Now, the other thing about why have they not got more people involved, well, one, I think we're going to start seeing that in the next couple of episodes, but also as well, when you... So when, I think, it was it episode four, which is when Monica gets introduced? Mm. You know, like, so we, we understand, we're looking at it now from the outside of what we've previously seen. I think the, the time frame of all these episodes is, like, literally days I think all of the stuff that we've seen so far is in the, in the space of like two or three days. I think even hours. Possibly. Yeah, I Do think you know so. I mean? So I think, so again, I think that's another reason why no one's been brought into it yet. Now, there was a big tease in, in the last episode about them going to see somebody uh, about physics, which... Everyone is going, well, that means it's it's Reed Richards. Oh. Now, I don't know. Because, I mean, they have announced there's going to be a Fantastic Four film, haven't they? They're rebooting the Fantastic Four again. Guy with, so, the guy who just is currently doing the Spider-Man trilogy is doing it. Yes. So, it'd be interesting to see if they've done that, if they've already decided who is going to be Reed Richards in those films and just kept it under wraps. Or if it's someone completely different. Or if it's, you know, a, a Reed Richards that we've already seen. Similar to what we've done, with, we've seen with Quicksilver. But then um, I think with the with the multiverse, they could bring in a Reed Richards and then just change him before the next film. Mm-hmm. That's another that's another thing as well. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, an Avenger's got to show up by the end of the se- series. They've already that they've said that there's going to be a, a big cameo, and that we've not seen the big cameo yet. I mean, if you look at what is coming next for the character in the main character in the show, it's probably obvious who it's going to be. Mm. Yeah, I've I've whittled, I've whittled with that. I've whittled it down to about two people. I think it's likely to be. Um, Baby Yoda. Grogu is going to... They're going to mix up the Marvel and Star Wars franchises. About time. It's taken too long. Um, But no, I'm I'm excited to see where it it goes. And uh, I'm gutted there's only a few episodes left, really. The next time we've got a a Disney Parks and Beyond, there's Disney Star will be upon us as well. Yes. Yes, we are, what, two weeks away? Less yep. than 10 days away, maybe? Mm. Yeah, so it's exciting. Mm. I mean, um, I hope there's going to... I'm interested in more content being added. I know it sounds stupid already, but there's a few things that... Um, so I was reading today, I don't know if you've heard about this, Ryan, but are you aware of the Great North? Uh, isn't that where, where Craig's from? No, 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 no that's the crap. Mm. Um, no, the Great North is a new animated series by the people behind Bob's Burgers. Some of the people, oh, behind yeah, Burgers. yeah, um, and got like Nick Offerman and Alanis Morissette as herself in it, which sounds great. Um, now that's just started on Fox in America, but it's they've not announced a UK home for it, mm. so I'm hoping that will be like a Disney Plus, like a Disney <laughs> Star exclusive. Or something it's that animated show that is coming isn't it i can't remember the name of it but it's like an alien yeah um that's by one of the rick and morty people isn't it yeah yeah that's what it looks very similar to rick and morty in yeah. animation style that was a that was a hulu show which is why it's coming onto disney star over here um, so that that will probably be my first watch to be honest mm. So yeah, I mean, I mean, look, it's it's great with the with some of the old content they've got coming on, and obviously they've got some good films coming on there. But I'm more interested to see some of the shows that we've just not received over here yet. So. I'm 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 looking forward to rewatching Family Guy. I've not seen that show in several years, so I'm I'm hoping they had a fair chunk of the seasons on there. No, I think they I think they've announced the first seventeen seasons. Yeah, I, I thought I saw something like that, but. Which I don't know how I don't know what season it's on now, because it had that hiatus for a few years, didn't it? So, yeah, it got cancelled like two or three times, didn't they? Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're right, Craig. Should be exciting. Um, and maybe people can stop asking how much they're going to get charged for it. It's another thing I keep seeing on Facebook groups. How much am I going to get charged on my renewal? They've already told you it's fifty nine quid. People are losing, absolutely losing their minds on Facebook, saying that they're not going to pay for this. You know, they're not going to pay for content they don't want to watch. It's like, well, do do you have Sky? Do you have a TV package? Like, do do you not do that already? Yeah. I'm sure the, people pay for it. Don't want it. Yeah. The channel, but like the dregs of stuff that end up in Disney, in Disney Facebook groups. My favorite will forever be people asking if the hotels in Disneyland Paris have tables or not. Forever be my favorite thing. I, I've got to be honest. I've never gone anywhere in the world, and I've been to some weird places, and I've never not had towels in a hotel room. Yep. 
So bizarre. You haven't been to Debbie's house then in uh, Kirby Stephen. You've got to take your own towels, your own bed, and boss. Didn't didn't the Eels sing a song about her house? Debbie's house in Kirby Stephen. Yeah. How did it go? Well, that's a mystery that we might answer in a future episode. That'll um, be on the Patreon. That's on the Patreon. Yeah. Um, does any? But was there anything else people wanted to mention before we we wrap up? Nope. Nope. No. no. I mean, I don't know, guys. This is either the best episode we've produced in years, or the worst. Um, Tosh. Yeah. It, who knows? I mean, it's, it's only the one. <laughs> one with, or the other. Yeah, it's only the one with the biggest cameo from one of Craig's daughters for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but was that on The mute. <laughs> I'd leave a message for Phil here, but I don't think he'll listen to it. So I'll just I'll just message you later on, Phil. Let us know if you're listening. Um, Is it, what we talking about Disney Plus? I did have a little mini rant. Ooh. Directed. Ooh. So di- it's only a mini rant. Don't get too excited. And it's directed at people who make science fiction programs, whether it be movies or, or TV series, in particular Star Wars. Right. Electric arc welding was invented in 1881. It is no longer futuristic to be welding or grinding spaceships. Just fucking stop it, okay? They're still done it in The Mandalorian. And I, I gotta tell you, Chewbacca must have worked in quick fit because I've done a bit of welding, and his welding is cack. You would not want to buy a used spaceship off a of Chewbacca. So Kevin Feige, or however you pronounce your name, just stop it. Figure out another special effect for people working on spaceships. Stop the welding. Stop the grinding. End of rant. I did not see that coming. I mean, there you go. I mean, I I never thought I'd hear this detail. People to stop grinding. Yeah, stop I mean, the grinding. It's got it's got Just very footloose all of a sudden. Stop it. I mean, I've heard. I've heard. I can't wait for the Cubs to. I can't wait for the Cubs to reopen so I can start grinding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a galaxy far, far away. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. in eighteen eighty one, apparently. Well, it could it could be Mister Day. I mean, you know, it's it. it, it Come it's, on, they've got lightsabers and they've got a, you know force fields and they've got. Blasters and they've got all sorts of things and they're still blowing welding and green and spaceships. On, the one, on I mean, the one hand, on the one hand, I think you're wrong because of what Craig said. But on the on the other hand, I think you're right. If they've come up with all these other yeah. futuristic modern technologies, you'd have thought they'd have found a better way of doing it. Right. In in the Star Wars, um, the Last Jedi, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm milks the tit of a great big horrible thing, right? With pus and mucus and everything. And it's blue milk and he drinks it. And it looks horrible. But all you lot in Walt Disney World now are buying it. That 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 knocks me sick. Listening to Ryan talking about that today on Team Park Trader. It knocks me ill. Why would you why do you want to drink blue milk? Well why is it... why why would you want to drink animal milk number one? The, the weird thing, the weird thing though, is that the blue milk in in Galaxy's Edge is actually vegan. It is. Yeah. How does that work? Well, yeah, but you it's... don't know where the blue milk came from. I knew originally. You don't know where. Yeah, the, you it know if it's the same blue milk. Yeah, it could be different blue milk. Right. 
I, to be honest, the, the most disturbing thing for me about blue milk at Galaxy's Edge is the fact that it tastes like fruit um, fruit salads. I was just like, you've done that before, Luke. Look oh, yeah. Is. He was a dab hand at that one. He got straight yeah. in there, wallop. He knew it was done. I mean, that gallons. thing's on a different planet from, from Tatooine. It can't be the same carry? blue milk. Is that, that's scary. It's not that far away. Yeah. And also, also as well, Greg, like the one thing, you know, on that island that Luke had kind of settled on, you know, had, had kind of gone away in hiding and, and, you know, wanted to be away from everyone so no one could find where he was, there was not a single Walmart to be seen. So what's he supposed to do? Strangely, though, there was a K-Towns. Kill those bloody porgs, that's what I'd do. That's what he was um, doing, wasn't he? Oh, I'd have had porgs. Did his shop on the line. Porgs for breakfast. Look, gets his blue milk delivered by Ocado. Pan fried porg for dinner. Door dashes. Right. Slow cooker porg on a Sunday. God, what's wrong with you? You would, though. Those things are annoying. You're eating the whole lot. Oh, we oh. Are they are cute. They're real cute. I'd no, have six of them for me dinner. Yeah. Kentucky it, fried oh, pork. Yeah. And then I'd put on me pork oh, slippers. And bucket full of them. Yeah. yeah. Salt and pepper spices. Boom. Bit of blue starts, boob milk. Start screaming in my face. It's getting knocked on the head and going in the, ah! in the, in the pan. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got a daughter. Of course. Not a pork. Course, She's a human. You've got porks. Yeah, I'm not a cannibal. I'm not a cannibal. And someday, someday, I'll, someday, will demand a pork substitute, right? So it'll be impossible pork. There's a T-shirt. She's not a pork. She's a right. human. I'm surprised they don't serve the impossible pork burger at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, take my money. They should. I mean, they? Halloween Horror Nights, you get a potato on a stick, and it's horrible, right? You go to Galaxy's Edge and get a pork on a stick. And it, all the grease is dripping down your arm as you're eating it. Pogo stick. Yeah. Pogo oh. stick. <laughs> Look, this is just Disney. Pay us for this. Come on. Don't take this for I think that the, the, this is too good. I think this team a, is being the first to be rehired at Disney when they get the Imagineers back. You just get a turkey leg, don't you? <laughs> and stick a couple of eyes on it and a couple of. <laughs> a bit of I'm pretty sure I've seen a couple of eyes on my turkey leg before. <laughs> It's, it's all right. Yeah. We'll start. We'll they're, start. They're not, right. Right. They're not eyes. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Me and Sinead are going to start the vegan Disney podcast. Although I have to say, when I was listening to Theme Park Radio earlier, I've seen that menu that has the plant based lobster. And I don't even, I wouldn't even know where to start with. Like, what the hell is plant based lobster? I am so confused. I, yeah. I have had, I've had plant based prawns before. What? Yeah. what? Now, to be fair, I didn't eat sea- seafood before I went vegetarian, so I certainly wasn't going to start. Yeah. But I just, I can't wrap my head around it. It was, well, I, I didn't have it. I didn't have it, but I tried it. Um, so you're at it. It's a bit, a bit like you're having plant-based Brussels sprouts. It's just pointless. They are literally really? plants, though. Yeah. It's like having meat, yeah, I know, but it's... meat-based Brussels sprouts. Exactly, so it's pointless. That, that's what you, that's what you call faggots, isn't it? <laughs> right. Just, this isn't right, 1974. Right, hang on. Oh, now yeah. hold on. That, American, hold on. Does, American list does need an explanation for that one. Yeah. So, so yeah. a faggot. Todd has just crashed a again. Faggot, a faggot is a giant meatball 
fucking gravy. Just because he lives in Texas. That is what a faggot is. I don't know why they're called faggots. Literally, Wolverhampton, there's cafes everywhere with faggots and gravy in the wind there for £3.99. That's weird. That's true. They they are weird. Big, massive, they've got big, massive balls of meat. They are. Yeah, Sinead, what... honestly, like, think of, you know, you've obviously seen, you, you'd have had vegetarian meatballs, right? Yeah. So think about one of those that's about 30 times the size of, of one of those, really... and yeah. that is what a faggot is. It was a grand day in our house on a payday when we got frozen faggots, because that's what we used to get. And, and you can still buy them now. Yep. Yeah. So, so weird. Lush. This episode... Was on <laughs> such a high. <laughs> I don't know if we've made Kate laugh or, or, or cry. Or or Will Kate be happy or angry after this, Sinead? I mean, Kate's probably a bit angry. <laughs> a bit angry. Well, if we've if we kept Kate angry, then that's a plus. Um, right, we're done for this for this episode. Um, I was going to reveal the the winner of the Patreon film that we've got to watch but the votes the voting is open to uh well when this episode goes out actually so i don't actually know what the the result is but there will Make be two well one one decent film that we've got to watch that's harry potter and the, and the uh deathly hollows part two that'll be the universal episode and then we're gonna have to watch a really crappy disney film because the, the ones we've got for this month uh for l are there was is the a winner at the moment who's winning there are only no, I there are one or two good ones, but that those won't be the ones we get paid no. for us. No, 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 no. We're gonna get, we're gonna get a bad one. Um, so mm. listen to that if, if, if not, and if you're a Patreon listener, you get this episode uh, a few minutes after we finish recording. And uh, if you're listening to this without Patreon, Happy Wednesday because that's the day it's coming. If you're up. a pe- you get it before we've recorded it. <laughs> that's how far advanced we are on Patreon. Yeah, it's out before we finish recording. Yeah. Um. Thank you ever so much for for listening. If you've made it this far in, thank you. Um, And we'll be back for another episode in two weeks. Bye-bye. Is Ryan on that one too? Yeah. Come back, (laughs) P-Dabs. I don't think he's coming back. There's a Ryan-shaped hole in the side of the podcast recording studio there. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.